0: God. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is here. He's hoovering. He's ready to move God on your behalf as the word of God goes forth. So I thank you, Father God, that this word will quicken your people. This word will bring life unto your people. For Father, we don't live by bread alone, but we live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So we thank you today that the word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. We thank you that the interest of your word will give us light and will give us understanding on today. We thank you that the eyes of our understanding, God, is being enlightened on today as we get into the word of God. And we thank you and we praise you, God, that the word will bring illumination to us through the Holy Spirit, that it penetrates our very being. And it comes out of our mouth like a two-edged sword, like a fire that devours everything around us, like a hammer that breaks the rocks into pieces. God, sanctify us according to your word today. Your word is truth, God. So we receive your word in the name of Jesus. And we bind every attack and every assignment that the enemy would send out against us as we go into the word of God, the word of life on today. And God, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who live in me. Now, God, I thank you for a charge to this atmosphere. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, every hindering spirit that's here to hinder, that's here to harass, that's here to oppress, I bind right now and I take authority over it in Jesus' name. And I command you to go. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Every mind-boggling spirit, leave right now. In Jesus' name. You don't have any right here in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength, God, on today. In Jesus' name. So we thank you for joy in this place. In the name of Jesus. God, I bind weakness right now. And I lose strength right now in this place. In Jesus' name. For you give power to the faint, to them that have no might. You increase strength in Jesus' name. I bind that spirit of witchcraft in the name of Jesus. I command you to go in Jesus' name. God, I thank you and I praise you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Open your Bibles with me to Matthew, the fourth chapter. And I believe some of us are familiar with this passage of scripture. It's Matthew the fourth chapter verse 17. And then I will be going to verse 23. Matthew the fourth chapter verse 17. From that time Jesus began to preach. Which means to proclaim. And say repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases amongst the people. Now go with me to Matthew 9, verse 35. And it says, and Jesus went all went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease amongst the people. So what God is telling us today is preach the kingdom, preach the kingdom. It was talked about too many times in the gospel for us not to be doing what the word of God is telling us to do. And there is a reason why God wants us to preach the kingdom. And if we understand what what is meant by preaching the kingdom, we can get everything that has already been provided for us through Jesus Christ. So I want you to be encouraged today and know that everything that God has done, he has done it through his son and it belongs to you because of Jesus, not because of anything that you've done or anything you can do. To get what God has already done. Amen. When we look at this, it says that Jesus, he came saying, preaching means to proclaim. So I want to encourage you in here today. You don't need a license to preach. You don't need a license to proclaim the great commission, which he told us to do. Amen. But it said, he said, repent. So the first thing that Jesus was saying with repent is to have a change of mind. He wanted their minds to be changed because the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God was near them. Now, how could they have a change of mind? The change of mind comes through being taught about the kingdom. You cannot preach a kingdom that you know nothing about. And this is what's happening in the church. We're telling people things, but we're not preaching the kingdom. We're not preaching what Jesus was sent to preach. What he sent to preach is what we supposed to be preaching. So Jesus said, I want you to repent. I want your minds to be changed. Why? Because I'm bringing you the kingdom. What is the kingdom of God? It is God rule and reign. Here on this earth. It's God's rule and reign here on this earth. God's kingdom rules over all. According to Psalms 103. God's kingdom rules over all. God's kingdom have rule over every kingdom. And that's what you have to realize. God has given us that rule. And we're not walking in the authority that God has given us. And if you know what you already have and you begin to walk in it, you will begin to see things manifest in your life and it won't be so hard for you. The way of a transgressor is hard. But Jesus have made a way for us and the way that he has made for us comes through the kingdom. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way that we get into the kingdom of God, but Jesus came proclaiming the good news concerning the kingdom. It was not about him. It was about the good news concerning the kingdom and the way to get in the kingdom was through Jesus Christ. So Jesus is the way into the kingdom, but the good news was about the kingdom I want y'all to catch it see we're teaching the death burial, and resurrection that's good but you're stopping at the door God wants you to go through the door to receive everything that he has provided you stopping at I'm saved it's more than just being saved because you're saved from hell but God said I want you to live this abundant life that I made available for you So this abundant life that God made available comes through Genesis 1. When God created the heavens, when he created the earth, he created the heavens and the earth the way he wanted it to be for us. And after he created everything, he said, let's make man in our image. That means male and female. He said, "And I want them to have dominion over everything that I have created. God chose us. To have this dominion, to rule and reign over the earth on his behalf. Y'all need to get excited. You don't even know what you have. You living just like you, a vagabond. You living just like your servants. But God is letting us know today, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But he gave the earth to the children of men. That means that God said, I want you to rule this earth like it is in heaven. I want heaven to come on earth. And the only way heaven is going to come on earth, if y'all speak those things that be not as though they were. God said, I don't have no jurisdiction down here unless you give it to me. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. Because God created us in his image. We were created in the image of God, meaning that we were spiritual beings and God spoke to us and he said, I want you to have dominion over everything that I created. But then he said, I want you to replenish the earth and I want you to subdue the earth, meaning that I want you to have the earth up under your subjection meaning that the earth have to take orders from you because I have given you the right to rule and reign as kings here on this earth. I have given you that power. I have given you that right. So I want you to use what I have given you. He said, because the kingdom rules over all. Y'all better hear it. The kingdom rules over all. The heavens and the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Y'all don't understand that. It means more than just getting a free piece of cheese, y'all. He has given you this earth to rule and reign over. Go back to Genesis. Over the flowers, over the plants. That mean marijuana don't have no rule over us. That means cocaine don't have no rule over us. Everything that's trying to rule over us, we're supposed to be ruling over it. Because we got dominion. We got the authority and the power from heaven to rule and reign on this earth. He said, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and the world and all that dwell therein. He said, but I have given it to you. That means God said, y'all don't get it. When he gave us this earth, Satan knew what we had. Uh And Satan wanted rulership over the earth. And the only way he could get it was to come through us. Y'all don't get it. The only way he get to rule and reign is through you. It's through the power that you give him to rule and reign. So when we give him that right, that's when he have the authority. And that's what happened with Adam and Eve. They turned the kingdom over to Satan because Satan was a deceiver. He was a trickster. So he turned the word of God around to make them feel like they didn't have what they needed in the kingdom. God created everything for man. In paradise, meaning there was no sickness, there was no disease, there was no sin. They lived in a perfect world. Spirit, soul, and body was perfect. There was no sadness. It was always joy. They had everything that they needed in this kingdom that God had created on the earth. And that's the way God wanted it to be. But Satan came in and they turned over. Their authority to Satan, to the God of this world. That's why he's called the God of this world. That's why he's called the Prince of Peace. That's why he's called Beelzebub. That's why he's called the Lord of the Flies. This is why he's ruling and reigning in the world. But we have authority over the world. Guess why? We're in it, but we're not of it. So when you know who you belong to, when you know what you have, you wouldn't be backing down on what's being thrown at you. So when they lost their dominion, God had a plan. Look at your neighbor and say, God had a plan. Had a plan. Do anybody think God was going to allow the devil to take what God had created for his benefit? No, God had a plan and that plan he talked about through prophets. He began to talk about he was sending his son, Jesus, and what was the purpose of his son to be sent to restore the kingdom back to us to give us back what belonged to us. That was the plan. So God had to send his son. Matter of fact, it was God. God had to come down off his throne. Because he couldn't find nobody without sin. So God come off of his uh, throne and the word became flesh and dwelled among us. But what did the word do, which is Jesus Christ? He came in saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. What was Jesus saying? I'm bringing the kingdom to you because the kingdom is within me. So I'm going to show the earth the way that God does things here. I'm going to bring heaven to earth. Ask your neighbor. Say, are you bringing heaven to earth or are you just bringing you? Let's be real. Are you bringing heaven to earth or are you just bringing you? I got something to tell you. You ain't good enough. You never was good enough. So why are you trying to do something down here on your own that you cannot do? And see, God knew that. This is why when he sent Jesus, the first thing he said is repent. For the kingdom of God is not. The kingdom of God is near. I'm bringing you the kingdom. I'm restoring what was lost. I'm bringing back to you what the father wanted you to have in the beginning. So Jesus began to preach the kingdom. He began to teach the kingdom. And guess what we tried to do? We tried to do stuff outside of the kingdom. It's not going to work. The only way it's going to work is preaching the kingdom. The only way it's going to work is to tell them God is sending Jesus to restore what was lost. And the only way we can get to the kingdom is through being born again. That's through accepting what Jesus had done. Jesus had to die. Jesus was buried and Jesus rose. This is how he come into the picture. And when you accepted his death, burial and resurrection, you are in the kingdom meaning that you can see it now, you can understand it, you can perceive it, you can be a part of what the kingdom is doing. So God began to share this with me, and he was saying so many people are missing out on things because they're still trying to do it themselves. If you know what you have, everything in heaven is in you if you're born again. You have heaven on the inside of you, and God wants his kingdom to come on the outside of you, So people will know that his kingdom have come. And if you're not bringing the kingdom on the outside and you're keeping the kingdom on the inside, people are missing what God wants them to have. We are the ones that bring the kingdom. Once you get born again, follow Jesus. When Jesus came in the flesh, he came as a child, right? But God had to pronounce that. He had to send who, Gabriel, to tell them that the king was coming. And Mary had to conceive that word in order to bring forth the king. God didn't make Mary receive it, conceive it. She had to do it according to faith, according to what she believed. But prior to Mary, guess what? God had to make the way for the Messiah to come. He had to make the way through John the Baptist, and the way that he made was a miracle. Because look at Elizabeth. She was old. She couldn't have children. Zachariah knew he was old. They couldn't have children. But God has a way of doing things outside of our way of doing things. God created us. We didn't create ourselves. So he shut Zachariah's mouth, didn't he? Because Zacharias was saying, you know, how is this going to be done? He knew he was old, but God shut his mouth. But here comes John the Baptist coming forth to prepare the way for Jesus, to get the people ready for the coming kingdom. Now, the law and the prophet was before John, right? But then a new covenant came in, and this is when what the law and the prophet was saying was being fulfilled through Jesus Christ. So Jesus was bringing the kingdom that they talked about all of these years. So as John was pronouncing Jesus, John had to decrease so Jesus could increase. And this is our problem when it comes to the church we don't want to decrease. We want it all to be about us, but John knew I was only preparing the way for the coming Messiah. So John said, I got to get out of the way because the Messiah has come and Jesus began to proclaim this kingdom. And when people heard about this kingdom, people were pressing into the kingdom. People should be pressing into what you bring in. That's why Jesus had all of these followers because Jesus was presenting the kingdom of God. So as Jesus presented this kingdom, we know that signs and wonders followed what Jesus was presenting. But the first thing God said that you have to know is the earth is not your home. Let me, let me say that again. This is not where you're from. So I want you to get this in your head. <laughs> Now that you're born again, you just here on this earth to bring the kingdom of God to this earth. But this is not where you're from. You are a citizen of heaven. And you got to be taught the things from the place that you're from. Even though you're on this earth, even though you're in this world, you're not of this world. This is why Jesus said you're in the world, but you're not of this world. He said, this kingdom basically is not my home. He said, this is not my home. Jesus recognized that. So he had to take orders from the kingdom of God, and he brought that kingdom down here to earth. So this is why we have to check in with the kingdom. On everything that's going on down here on earth, we check into the kingdom. And when we check in, we're checking into the word of God. So we'll know how to handle things here on earth so we can bring heaven to earth. So Jesus was bringing heaven to earth. And this is what he wanted us to do. He said, But the first thing is you got to be born again. And he said, God is not going to allow you to operate down here without having power. This is why Jesus had to be baptized. This is why the power of God had to come upon Jesus to begin his ministry. Notice when the power of God come upon Jesus, Jesus began his ministry and people began to see what God was doing in heaven. Through Jesus Christ. So we got to be born again. We got to have the power from on high. That's why they were waiting in that upper room. To have the power of the Holy Ghost. To come upon them. To do the work that Jesus was sending them to do. This is why he said. This is the only way you can be a witness to me. You got to have the power of God. To come upon you to be that witness. He said my kingdom comes with power. It's not only with word. But it is with power. So God want his power to be demonstrated here on On the earth that comes through the gifts of the spirit. He didn't only give you the gifts. He gave you what? The fruit of the spirit. He gave you a way of handling things here on earth. The way it's handled in heaven because you are kingdom citizens. Your citizenship is in heaven. And this is what you got to understand. Your citizenship is in heaven. So you always check with heaven. You don't check with what the world is doing. You check with what heaven is doing. If heaven is not doing it, I'm not doing it because I was sent to do what my father would have me to do. That's why Jesus followed heaven instead of following earth. He said, earth don't rule over me. I rule over it. Earth don't tell me what it's not going to do. I tell earth what it is going to do. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Earth have to." lie heaven and you're the only one that can get it to line up because it's in the word of God and you're carriers of the word you ambassadors you ambassadors you're carrying a message which is the Word of God everywhere you go people supposed to hearken take heed to this word why because this word is going to bring life you ambassadors of God. You're representing him, the kingdom. You're carrying the message of God. Quit waiting on pastors. Pastors only supposed to teach you what the word says. We're supposed to make disciples out of you, followers of Jesus Christ. And you're going out and you're making disciples because you are kingdom citizens. We're teaching you to do things the way of the kingdom. Not only are you citizens of heavens. You're no longer a servant. You're sons. You got to see yourself as a son of God. As a daughter of God. If, my, if daddy is my daddy, whatever daddy has, it belongs to me. I may be married, but when daddy leaves this earth, thank God he's going to be here until the rapture. And daddy, you know, that's why you have wills, right? So if if daddy don't have a wife, he got some children, y'all. So in daddy's will, he's supposed to leave stuff to his children, right, daddy? To his children, right, daddy? To his children. (laughs) But I can't get it until daddy leaves. Daddy said, that's right. You can't get not one thing until I leave here. But he's supposed to set it up. So when he knows his time of departure is at hand, it's written. Y'all don't get it. God set it up. Because he knew the day that Jesus was going to go be with the Father, he left us the Holy Spirit. He left us what is written for us in his word. And he said, I want you to be ambassadors, and I want you to carry my message everywhere you go. I want you to bring kingdom to the earth. I want everybody to know what they have. I want everybody to know that I'm bringing back what the enemy stole. I want them to know that they got life and they got life more abundantly. I want them to know that I am God. Y'all supposed to be doing that. Y'all supposed to be going out and giving the kingdom. And guess what? We're sons. We're daughters. We're not servants. See, a servant cannot get. What does master have? But a son can. We're heirs of God because of Jesus Christ. We're heir of God, but we're joint heir of Jesus Christ. Jesus is our big brother. And everything our big brother have, we have. And because of our big brother, I have what I have. Not because of any good that I have done, but because of what he has done. Jesus took, when he left, he turned over the kingdom to us. He said, the same way that I ruled and reigned on the earth is the same way I want you to rule and reign on the earth. He said, I'm leaving you everything because you followed me. I taught you the ways of the kingdom. For 40 days, he taught his disciples the way of the kingdom. Who does that? Not unless he wanted them to go the same way he went. So we are sons. So you got to see yourself as a son. If you see yourself as a son and a daughter, you know everything that your father has belonged to you. So if everything my father has belonged to me, why am I begging for it? It's already mine. Why am I pleading with God that I pray longer, that I fast longer? If you would just heal me, I don't have to do that. Because I'm his daughter and everything that he has already belonged to me, it is mine. I'm already prosperous. I'm already healed. I'm already delivered. I already have joy. He gave me everything that represents him. His the fruit that I have come from my father. Amen. So people supposed to see that fruit, which is God's character coming from me. That's the kingdom. Amen. Cause see the earth ain't going to do that. You are supposed to love your enemy. You don't supposed to wait on nobody to love you. They're going to hate you, but you're supposed to love them. That's what kingdom does. Well, I'm going to buy for them because they bought for me. If they never buy nothing for you, you still should buy for them because you kingdom. Amen. Amen. That's, right. That's why he say, bless those who curse you. Right. Love those who hate you. That's kingdom living. That's right. We don't love those because they love us. That's, right. That's easy. You love those that hate you. Right. You love those that don't even respect you. Why? Because you're different. You're a citizen of heaven. Amen. So are we kingdom? Look at your neighbor say, are you kingdom or what? Kingdom? When somebody make us mad, we cut them off. That ain't kingdom. When somebody don't buy you no food, you talk about them. That ain't no kingdom. We're supposed to do what the kingdom is doing. That's what Jesus done, even on the cross when he was dying. They mocked him, they ridiculed him, they spit on him. But he looked to the father and said, Forgive them, daddy. They know not what they do. He was still representing the kingdom on the cross by showing forgiveness. Let somebody spit on you, you beat them down. Spit on me again. Spit, spit, spit. I dare you to do it. That ain't kingdom. That's why you have to be in the word with what's written so when somebody do you that way flash don't get riled up flash show love outside of them spitting y'all know you' showing kingdom if that happened because my husband probably says step back Manda. step back step on back now <laughs> that ain't showing kingdom he's showing nine. <laughs> But that's not what we do. We always show the love of God. That's kingdom. Jesus bought kingdom. We have to understand that we are ambassadors. We're carrying a message for the kingdom. But we had to be ready to carry that message. You can't carry that message any kind of way. That's why God had the fivefold in the church to teach you kingdom. So you will know how to act. And I'll give you an example. Y'all know over there with Prince um, William and Prince Harry, all of them. When they were born, they had tutors. Even in the delivery room, they said they had tutors waiting for them to come out. So they can tutor them, show them how to talk, show them how to walk. Show them how to act. So the day of their birth, and some of them was probably smearing peanut butter and jelly everywhere, but the tutor was there showing them how to do because they were royalty. Y'all don't get it? They were royalty. Even when their mother died, they had to still act like royalty. They couldn't do like everybody else. So everybody was watching them little kids to see what they would do because their mother was dead. But they still act like kings. They still acted the way what they represented where they were from. So what is God telling you today? No matter what goes on in your life, you're supposed to show your citizenship from heaven, not the earth. You're supposed to be so different that they tell you, I know you saved. You don't have to tell them. They're telling you, I know you saved. Some people are telling people they're saved and acting just as crazy as they want to be. That ain't showing the kingdom. That's showing your behind and you know it. And you're still telling people, I'm still saved. That ain't king. You're trying to justify your mess. But when we show kingdom, we show in love. Outside of people talking about you. That's what Jesus did. So you are a son. You are a daughter. You are an ambassador. You are a citizen of heaven. This is not your home. The kingdom of God is your home. And you're supposed to bring the kingdom down here. Matter of fact, the kingdom is within you. So people got to see the kingdom where you're from. You are different from the world. The world's supposed to see you differently. You are in the world, but you're not of the world, so you don't do what the world does. Because you show kingdom. Now, when we talk about being sons, I'm reminded of the prodigal son. The prodigal son in Luke 15, he wanted to go out and he wanted to enjoy himself. Come on, kingdom people. We say we save. I ain't saying you're not but you want to go out and enjoy yourself like everybody else. Everybody else is having a good time. Come on, you in the royal palace. You have everything that you need, but you're thinking it's just not enough. Give me my inheritance. So the daddy gave him his, his inheritance and he went out and done all this kind of living that he should not have done. And guess what happened? Every bit of his inheritance, he spent it. How many of us we're in the world, but not of the world, but we want what the world has and we end up spending all we can spend to get what the world has. Then we go back to the Father. Lord, if you help me pay my light bill, I promise you, Lord, I'll go, I won't be buying no more shoes. <laughs> Is that what the, the promise to the Father? Come on, we're doing just like the prodigal son. We're taking everything that God has given us and we're using it and mishandling it. Now we're going and crying out to the Lord. Now we want to get in our word and seek him while he can be found because we don't have no more money. But this this guy, what he did after he spent everything, he even wanted to eat what the pigs had, y'all. And if they had to offered him stuff from the pig pen, now y'all know that's low down and dirty. He had to be so humble now. See, it takes humility for you to see yourself. He was full of pride before. Pride will bring you to your fall, to your knees, actually. So he saw the pigs even eating, and he couldn't even eat. He said, if they even offer me what the pigs eat, now, Claire, I take it. (laughs) But they didn't offer him what the pigs were taking. So finally he said, I can go back to my father's house, and I can be a servant. So he humbled himself and said i can be a servant in my father's house so i'm going to go back to my father's house and let him know that i'm a sinner and i have sinned and forgive me and i'll be a servant but when his father saw him afar off this is one thing about god he saw him afar off he got the best robe he put a ring on his finger he put shoes on his feet he was saying uh, 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 i'm putting you back in position as a son you still my son even though you went out and done what you done you still my son so I'm putting you back in kingship and he said now go kill the fattest cow look at what God did even with us see God sent Jesus to restore to us what we lost we lost the kingdom through Adam but he said I'm giving Jesus, I'm sending Jesus. And when you accept Jesus, you're going to be put back in right standing with me. You're going to be made righteous. You're going to become sons and daughters and ambassadors and citizens of my kingdom. You're going to be put back in position. So he was put back in position. And they were having a party. They was merry about that thing. But the son that stayed with the dad followed all his commandments. He was mad. He said he never killed a fattest calf for me. He never had a party for me, and I stayed here and worked for him all these years. But his father said, son, everything I have is already yours. See, some of us don't even realize what we have. And we get jealous over looking at other people that's coming into the kingdom, and then they get promoted or get put up, and God is saying, you already have everything that you need, son. But he wasn't using what he had. He was acting like a servant instead of acting like a son. God said, whom are you acting like? You are sons and daughters. Everything that belonged to me belonged to you. I have not withheld anything for you because I have given it to you through my son. That's the only way you can receive it is through my son. So everything you need to live. This abundant life here on earth, you already got it inside of you. But the thing is, it's bringing it on the outside of you. God said his grace is sufficient for us. In our time of need, when we're going through, we got to remember what grace done. Grace provided everything for us, and we didn't have to work for it. But we access what grace have done through faith. That's kingdom. God said, I want you to have everything you need. To live on this earth, the abundant life, just like it is in heaven. And he sent Jesus. Jesus was our example, y'all, to show us how to live here on earth. Whatever Jesus ran into, Jesus said, I only do what my father do. I only see what my father sees. So he was taking his orders from God. And whatever God said, he incorporated it here on the earth. That's what he want us to do. We're waiting on God to do something, but God said, I have given you the right to rule and reign here on this earth. I have turned the earth over to you, and the way you rule and reign is through my word. Whatever my words say, that's what you do. That's what you bring to this earth. Look at Jesus. We go back to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Remember, he was telling them about the prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It got to the part that Jesus told us that we don't take no thought about what we should eat, about what we should drink, about what we should wear. Jesus said, take no thought. He said, the Gentiles, the heathens, the ones that don't know me, the ones that are not a part of the kingdom, that's what they do. He said, when you start worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, how you're going to be clothed, you got outside of my kingdom. He said, because you a citizen already done took care of that. That's why the verse says the father know what you in need of before you are asked. He said, I already supplied what you need for this day. Give us this day. Our daily bread. He said, everything you need in this day is already written for you. The only thing I want you to do is go out and bring my kingdom. He said, your needs are already supplied because everywhere you go, you're going to be taken care of because you're my son. You're my daughter. You're my citizen. You're my ambassador. So nothing is going to be missing. Nothing is going to be broken for you. Everything is going to be laid at your feet because you presented presenting my kingdom and I'm not going to be made ashamed of. If I say, by Jesus Christ, you were healed, you are healed because there's no sickness in heaven and it ain't going to be none here on earth. He said, but I need you as my representative to represent me, your father. So everything the father do, he said, that's what we supposed to be doing. You supposed to call those things. That be not as though they were. When you read the Bible, Jesus come up on situations that there was a leper and that leper had leprosy and didn't supposed to be around nobody. But when he saw Jesus and heard about Jesus, he came in on the scene and he began to worship Jesus. He said, if it is your will, you can heal me. Jesus said, it is my will. Be healed. And he was cleansed of his leprosy. How did it happen that quick? Because Jesus said, I'm bringing the kingdom down here on earth. You ain't going to have to do nothing to get nothing. I just want you to accept what the kingdom has already done through me. The kingdom is bringing you healing today. He said, just receive that healing. You don't have to do nothing for that healing. Except receive the healing that's already been made available. So then the man with the withered hand, it was a Sabbath day. They didn't want him healed on the Sabbath day. But Jesus knew, I'm Lord of the Sabbath. So he said, healing belongs to him. And I'm not going to stop him from having what the kingdom has already provided. See, it was different from the way the earth was doing it. Jesus brought change to the earth. You're supposed to bring change. You're supposed to let them know that God is alive. He ain't dead. God is bringing his kingdom to his people through you. The only way that they're going to see the kingdom or enter the kingdom is through being born again. But once they're born again, they need to be taught the things of the kingdom. And every day you're supposed to present kingdom. So Jesus healed. Jesus cast out devils. Because what? He was bringing the kingdom. When we enter a strong man's house, guess what? The kingdom is stronger than that house. The kingdom rules over all. This is why when Daniel had the the king had the dream about the kingdoms, God's kingdom ruled over all of them. God's kingdom was master over all of them. He ruled. This is why in Daniel with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God was showing um, that king, he said, I'm higher than you. I'm more powerful than you. No matter what you do, they're going to come out not smelling like smoke because my kingdom rules over all. He said, the problem is you just don't want to go into the fire. You think that nothing's supposed to happen to you being that you're a part of the kingdom. You're going to be hated because you're a part of the kingdom. The world is not going to love you because you don't belong to the world. You belong to your citizen of the kingdom. People are saying, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready to be saved. You ain't heard kingdom. Because kingdom got everything you need. The world can't give you what God has already provided to you. The world can't give you God's love. The world's love is based on what you do. The world's love is based on what you buy me. How well you love on me. God's love is unconditional. If you never love me, I'm going to still love you. If you never do nothing for me, I'm going to still do what I got to do for you. See, that's kingdom's love. See, these little relationships that we have with boyfriend and girlfriend and all this stuff, friends. Some of you use this term, just friends. You know it's more than just friends. They take the boy off of it now and they take the girl off of it and you see one, you see the other. Wipe that out. Just tell it just like it is. You know you love her and she love you. Or no, you lust after her and she lust after you because you really don't know what love is. Because if you ain't as fair as God's love, that lust is really love. And when you tap into that lust, and the more you tap into that lust, you got a soul tie, and you think that's the best thing that you ever had. Jesus is the best thing that you ever have, Because ain't no man or no woman can give you what God can. Amen. They can take your heart. <laughs> But they can't give you what God can because when they ain't working, who going to pay them bills if you don't know Jesus? When you down and out and you going through and you feel like you can't even make it another father, they can be there for you. But they can't give you what God can, not unless they bring in the kingdom. See, that's why you got to be connected with someone that's connected with the kingdom. You can't be unequally yoked. Because you'll be in bondage, being unequally yoked. Because if you believe in God to hear you and the husband says you're going to die if you keep standing on, you unequally yoked. That's, right. Come on down. That's why everybody need to know about the kingdom. We say we love each other, but let somebody hurt your feelings. The one that they say that love you, you mad. I thought you were my friend. But see what kingdom people do, they love you in spite of what you do. God's love is so unconditional, no matter what you did or how you done it, he still laid down his life for you. Because he wasn't looking to you. He was looking at his son. God's love is unconditional, y'all. So we're supposed to be showing the character of God. Why? Because we're his children. And the more we spend time with God, the more people are going to see God coming through us. They're going to see us as being the light of the world. We are kingdom citizens. Tell your neighbor you are a kingdom citizen. So you are a kingdom citizen. Say so you're not of this world. Say so you're in this world. But you're not of this world. And you don't do what the world is doing. Let me hit some stuff right quick. You're born again. You have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now you can enter. Now you can see it. Now you can enter the kingdom because He told Nicodemus, you can't see it and you can't enter it, not unless you're born again. Seeing me, I can't even understand the kingdom until I'm born again. I can't even enter the kingdom until I'm born again. But now that I'm born again, Guess what? I have everything that the kingdom has. And I begin to do what the kingdom is doing. I don't get out of line with the kingdom. Look at um, Prince um, William and his brother, Harry. When they get out of line, they got to get back in line. They got to do the protocols that they were um, trained to do. The way things were set up for where they are, right? Y'all see all over the tabloids when the wife was getting out of line, they were reporting that stuff. She didn't want to line up, but she married into royalty. So she had to do what they were doing. It was no longer her no more. It was what they wanted her to do. Some people are not ready for that. Even born again people. Born again people say, I'm born again. I'm saved. I have accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you. And I'm filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I ain't letting go of that man. Because that's my husband. God loved me with that man. So I'm going to keep that man, but that's not kingdom. See, when you're living in the kingdom and you're a part of the kingdom, you go by the laws of the kingdom. Meaning that if God say, do not do this, you don't do it. Because you're different. This is what the world do. See, people don't like when I talk about this, but when you're talking about kingdom and what you represent, you're supposed to be different from what the world is doing. If the world is laying with one another, not married, you kingdom, you don't do that. You wait until you get married. Let me say this again. See, people want to say that born again. People want to say that they know Jesus. When you know Jesus, you turning away from what you used to do and you turn into the things of God. That means what the world do, I don't do no more. If I still want to do what the world do, why did I get saved? They're supposed to be a difference. My household's supposed to be different. My children are supposed to be raised differently. If they get out of line, it's on them. It ain't on me. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You don't bring any and everything disrespecting my God because the kingdom is within me. Y'all carry God everywhere you go. And for people to disrespect the God that you serve and you allowing them to disrespect God, that means you accepting the ways of the world and not the ways of the kingdom. We bring the kingdom here on earth. Why? What are we doing? We're bringing God's way of doing things. Get the verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. His way of doing things. When we seek the kingdom first and his way of doing things, all these things, y'all don't get it? All these things shall be added unto you. I don't have to look for nothing. Only thing I have to do is seek what the kingdom has. When I'm seeking what the kingdom has, everything that I need is already added unto me. So when I'm doing what the kingdom is doing, I'm already taken care of. Even though my bank account looked low, God has given me a word. God shall. That's a promise. Supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Meaning that that's the law of the kingdom. Meaning that God, this is what you said. I'm not going to worry about this because God, you already done taken care of that. So I'm going to go on about kingdom living. I'm going to go on about my father's business. I don't have to worry about what I shall eat, what I should drink, how I shall be clothed. Because you take care of me, daddy. You know what I need in this day. I'm not even going to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to take care of itself because you already made provisions for tomorrow. So I'm going to live in the day that I'm in because I'm a kingdom citizen. God takes care of his citizens. He takes care of his sons and daughters. Me and my husband, we are living proof that when you leave the world's way of doing things, And you do kingdom business. When God told me to come off the job, he said, all right, now you get ready to take care of my business. And I'm going to take care of your business. In the natural, it looked like it wasn't going to work. Because when I left the job, y'all, I didn't have all this uh, stuff that other jobs have, the 401k. We did have something, something, didn't we, Jim? It wasn't even much to talk about. You can go to the grocery store and it's over. So when I left the job, I I, I had to leave insurance. I had to leave all of this stuff. And y'all know insurance is very expensive. When you come off a job, you, you just don't pay a little bit of money for insurance. So everything I had to give up. But God gave me a promise in his word. First thing I had to do was trust him. And in trusting God, I had to say, God, not my will. But let your will be done in my life because, God, you want me to go out and you want me to represent you. And in order to represent you, I have to represent you well. God has set you up. Things that I wanted on the job and couldn't get, when I got off the job, my daddy set me up. My daddy gave me things I couldn't even afford on the job because I trusted him and come off the job doing it man's way and say, God, I want to be a part-time preacher. I want to be full-time for your kingdom. I want to do what you will have me to do. Nothing missing, nothing broken. God will take care of you. He said, because there's no one who left father, mother, lands, houses, For my sake and the kingdom that you won't receive a hundredfold now in this lifetime. God said, I'm your provider. I want you to see me as your provider. I want you to see the kingdom taking care of you, not you taking care of yourself. And you know, God fixed that to see if you're going to trust him. When they demoted me and gave me less than what I had, that was the time to start running, y'all. But God said, I'm going to see what you're going to do with that little first. I'm going to see if you're still going to give me what you have after they done took that from you. And I held it up to heaven like Jesus with the two fish and the five loaves of bread. And I said, Father God, I thank you for this. I thank you that this is more than enough to do what we need to do. My paycheck was cut in half. And the only thing I can do is lift it up with tears coming out of my eyes and say, God, whatever you have me to do, God, I'll do it. And let me tell you, y'all, it got tough. But God said, I'm showing you how to live kingdom's way and not man's way. So God showed me how to speak to my, my uh, closets, speak clothes into existence that we didn't have. I remember Jeremy was a fat little chubby kid and his clothes, you had to get the rubber in the waist for my baby. Because he was out here this way and out that way and, and his grandma loved feeding him real good. <laughs> I take him over his grandma's house, she make sure he eat now. So we took him out to get him some clothes, and me and my husband got mad. Boy, you can't wear nothing. And he looked at us and said, y'all the one feeding me. Because <laughs> we knew how much the clothes cost. I'm telling you something. God raised us up kingdom. He knew how much the, We knew how much the clothes cost. We knew what we had. We knew he needed clothes. He was steady, growing his feet. Everything was growing. So the Lord said, I want you to begin to speak to the closets. So I began, see, this is kingdom. I began to speak those things that be not as though they were. He didn't tell me to go to my dad. He didn't tell me to go to nobody in the family, me and my husband. He said, I just want you to speak. So I would start speaking to the closet, speaking things into existence. And by the way, I ended up pregnant um, with Ariel. Didn't have no, no uh, clothes to wear for the pregnancy. He said, speak to your closet. Went around speaking to every closet, and we was having Bible study. This lady come up in there, and she said, what size is your son? And I told her, she said, I got about two, three bags of clothes. She said, these clothes are name brand clothes, and you can have them if you want them. Tell me God won't supply. Amen. God will give you exactly what you need if you trust him. And if you wait on him, God will turn people's hearts towards you because you are kingdom. Then when we were looking, there wasn't no food, the things that wasn't in the house. God said, start speaking to your cabinets. Start speaking food to your cabinets. And I'm not lying. This is no lie. Thank God for my um, stepmother, Arlene. She would tell daddy, I want to fix man them something every Sunday. Every Sunday she preached, I want to make sure that they have a meal. See, y'all didn't know, but God did. We were trusting God. And it wasn't because I didn't have a daddy, didn't have aunts that could help me. God said, I want you to trust me because I'm raising you up for kingdom. I want you to see me. I don't want you to see your daddy. I don't want you to see your family. I want you to see me in this so you'll know it was my hands and not theirs or yours. He said, because I'm going to change people's hearts towards you. So this is what we did. Me and my husband trusted kingdom. And when we was trusting kingdom, living, y'all, it got to the point. Jeremy had a piggy bank, and I told my husband, we got to count that money, and you got to take it to the bank. God said, you still not living like you should live because you got some pride in you. You're ashamed to take these pennies to the bank. So we would roll them up and roll them I said, honey, you the man. You the priest. Take these pennies on to the bank now and get that money. And then it got to the point God was showing me how to use the little that we had. And my husband would take bologna sandwiches every day to work. And he would work out in that hot sun. Oscar Maya was his name. <laughs> and he would take Oscar Maya every day. For lunch, And my husband would go in the truck and he would eat bologna sandwiches and they'd be in there, you know, eating a hot meal. And my husband would just eat those sandwiches. And one day he got tired of eating those sandwiches. I said, you know what, honey, we're going to believe God that you ain't going to have to eat those sandwiches. It got to the point that God was supplying and my husband was buying people lunch. Let me tell y'all something. God will supply. And people look at you funny. They think that you taking money from people. No, I was trusting God. And everything that God would tell me to speak, I was speaking, it was already ours. Why? Because I was doing it kingdom way. He said, I want you to speak those things that be not as though they were. And he said, as you speak those things, and guess what? He gave his angels charge over us. He said, as you speak and I'm going to send those angels to whisper into people's hearts to bring back the provision that you need. See, God knows what he's doing because that's kingdom living. God said, I want you to bring kingdom here on this earth. And we have to bring it because we're carriers of the kingdom. If you don't speak to over your household, who's going to speak over them? If you don't speak Eunice over your household, who's going to speak over them? We're trying to figure it out when God's already worked it out. And God said, speak those things that be not as though they were. Though the storm is raging, speak to that storm and tell it to be still. Though your bank account is low, speak to the bank account and say, money coming. Why? Because you're carriers of the kingdom. Quit talking about what you want people to do, and speak the word That's right. That's right. over those people. Quit saying there'll never be nothing, and start speaking what God said about their lives. Do y'all know you're speaking witchcraft? He's lazy. He's no good. He'll never have a job. He's always begging. No. He's a child of the king. He's a son. He's a citizen. He will make it. He will succeed. Doors of opportunity they are opening up for him. We're supposed to speak kingdom. So many people are so full of the world. Full of themselves. Always putting somebody down. Always looking for a brother or sister to fail. Waiting on them to fall. Some people waiting on me and my husband to fall. They waiting to hear something about... only thing you're going to hear is kingdom. You wait on people to fail. You wait on people to lose their job. Then you say, I told you. We don't supposed to do that as kingdom citizens. If our brother or sister's in a fault... We restore them with meekness. We don't talk about them. We talk kingdom. This is what Jesus did. He bought kingdom. He bought everything about his father to the earth. He said, now I'm going to be with the father. And everything I taught you, that's what I want you to do on the earth. And he said, I gave you a helper. His name is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is your tutor. He's going to train you kingdom. He's going to show you how the kingdom operate according to my word. You can't do it without the Holy Spirit. And we're leaving the Holy Spirit out. So when we got things that we don't know how to handle, we say, Holy Spirit, I don't know how to do this. We check in with the kingdom. What does the kingdom have to say about this? Live according to the kingdom. Whatever kingdom say, y'all, is what we do. We have the power. We have the authority. It was given to us. If you're waiting on God to do something, keep waiting. God's done everything through his son, and he turned it over to us, his sons, his daughters, his ambassadors. He's given us the right. He's given us the power to reign and rule on this earth, to bring it in subjection. So it's up to you to do it. Why are you waiting on God? God said, quit talking to me about the mountain." He said, you speak to that mountain. You tell that mountain what you wanted to do. Come on, Jesus already had a relationship with the father. And when they brought things to Jesus, two fish, five loaves of bread. First thing he did was lift it up and he blessed it and he gave thanks for it. And then he gave to his disciples and then they gave out. And it said it fed 5,000 men, not including women and children, and they still had some left. He's the same God. So when you take what you have and you holding it up to God, because he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and you saying, Lord, I thank you. It don't look like it's enough, but it's more than enough to do what needs to be done. So, God, I'm giving it to you first and foremost for you to tell me what you want me to do with it. See, we're missing it even with tithes, y'all. See, 10% was their guidelines back there in the old covenant. But we're up under a new covenant. We give from the heart. So what we do, we hold what we have and say, God, this is what I have. God, what do you want me to do with it? And if our heart is open to God, before you know it, you went beyond 10%. But we're not opening up our hearts. What we're doing, we're shutting our hearts off because we're still of the world. You're in it, but you're not of it. And when you get to know the King of Kings, And the Lord of Lords, and you get to know his way of doing things, and you bring it to the earth, people want what you have. People want that peace. They want that love. They want that joy. They want that meekness. They want that faithfulness. They want that long-suffering. they'll say, I mean, you're so patient. How did you get to be so patient? Because I'm not of this world. Tell them. Because I'm not of this world. I'm not from here. My kingdom is not of this world. That's how you bring kingdom. How can you be so loving and they hate you? Because my kingdom is not of this world. In my kingdom, I have unconditional love. I love past my feelings. I love past my emotions. I love past my hurt. The only way that I can do it is the way of the kingdom. Some of y'all right now still hating your enemy. If they come in my face, I'm going to tell them a little something, something. That's not kingdom. You're supposed to be introducing kingdom, God's way of living to them, so they can become a disciple and they can introduce that to somebody else. We're kingdom citizens. We do it kingdom way. We love the way the kingdom love. We give the way the kingdom give. We do what the kingdom do. We're taught the way the kingdom is taught. That's how Jesus lived. And that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to restore, bring back the kingdom to the earth. So people know this is not our home. This is not where we're from because we're different. You're supposed to be different. Show them Jesus. Show them God's way. And you don't even have to tell them where you're from because they're going to know you're not from around here. I remember when I used to sneak out. and uh, I'm grown now. But I used to... <laughs> we used to sneak out. Didn't we, Pam? Used to sneak out when they were asleep. Yeah, Shirley, we snuck out. Walked down that dog road. We grown now. We can tell it now. Walk down that dark road, walk a town, cut us a ride, going where we wanted to go and come back in the house and sneak back in the house. You know y'all do all that stuff, not knowing everything that was going on. But we had a grandfather who prayed. We had people in the family that prayed on our behalf, that knew what we was doing. We thought they didn't know what we were doing. But guess what? When I did go out, because I didn't go out that much, and Granddaddy always told me this, and he, Granddaddy's so funny. He said, um, a man will find a good woman at home. I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. See, he would give you these little parables to let you know I know about you. And I'm like, Granddaddy, how in the world can a man find me up in this house? You got to go out somewhere for somebody to see you. You're talking about a man finding you up in this house. So when we go to the club, they would say, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah. No, you're not. You're lying. You're not from around here. Because I, I hadn't been in clubs like that. So when you go places and you represent the kingdom by the way you talk, the way you carry yourself in the glory of the Lord is upon you, right. they're going to know you're not of this world. That's right. You're safe. You're somebody that I want to get to know because I want what you have. Because the moment you walked in the room, seemed like this whole room lit up seemed like a light was just shining upon you you very different and you say that's because I'm not of this world my kingdom is not here I'm part of the kingdom of God let me tell you where I'm from let me tell you what we do and how we do it this is how you get people not just saying are you saved you don't want to go to hell do you well, let me introduce you to Jesus. No, he said, Preach kingdom. When you preach kingdom and tell them about where you're from, now you say, Let me tell you how to get to the kingdom. Amen. That's, it. that's through Jesus Christ. See, we're preaching death, burial, and resurrection, and that's good. But when you tell them what your kingdom has, come on, you got the off, got, let them taste the Big Mac first. Notice Jesus. He carried himself in a way he was introducing kingdom through healing. He was introducing kingdom through provision. He was introducing kingdom through peace. He was introducing kingdom through love. And then they go to signs and wonders. If everybody always see the signs and wonders, that's all they're going to be looking for. We got to give them everything about the kingdom. God is love. That's his kingdom. God said, I want you to represent my kingdom. I want you to do what my kingdom is doing and the only way you can do it is to know about the kingdom. And that's through the word of God. Quit leaving out the word because we're carriers of the word, of the messages of God. Do we mess up as kingdom people? Mm -hmm. But God gave us an antidote for that. What would we do? We repent. We have a change of mind, a change of heart, and we turn away from that. And we say, forgive me. That should not have come out of my mouth. That's stopping the devil right there in his tracks. We're kingdom people, y'all, and God wants us to live like kingdom people. Talk like kingdom people. We are royalty. We have robes of righteousness. We're set apart. We're holy. We have to live a holy life because that's part of the kingdom. We're in right standing with God. Y'all, we've been justified. All of this was done through Jesus so we can represent the kingdom. We couldn't represent the kingdom without being holy, without being righteous, without being justified, without being reconciled. Jesus took care of all of that. He said, now enter into the kingdom through me. Because I have given you everything you need to be a part of the kingdom. It has come through me. You don't have to work for it no more. So every time you go in the word of God, say, introduce me, Holy Spirit. To the kingdom of God. Show me how to live this kingdom life. Where I'm representing you. And not representing me. You are sons. And you are daughters. So when you are in a need. You say father I thank you. That that need is already. Worked out on my behalf. Because there's nothing missing and nothing broken in the kingdom. It's mine right now. Live like you already got it because it's already yours. He said he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. By who? Christ Jesus. Everything we need, y'all. You got it. You got it. It's in you. He will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh within us. It is within you. God said he'll give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. Because you already have it in you. So just grab hold to what's in you and speak it forth in Jesus' name. That's how me and my husband been making it in this world. Speaking those things that be not as though they were. I ain't got time to worry about that. God, I'm about your business. So you taking care of my business. And he always have y'all because I'm about the kingdom. God is not going to let his citizens go without. And this is what he shared with me. He said in the kingdom, you are lenders. You are not borrowers. We have set up debt. Kingdom people have set up debt. He said you are lenders and not borrowers. You above and not beneath. You the head and not the tail. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed in your storehouse. You're blessed in your barns. The fruit of your womb is blessed. Everything your hands touch is blessed. You're blessed going in. You're blessed coming out. I have given you the power to get wealth. Everywhere the soles of your feet shall tread. You shall what? Possess that land. Because you're carrying the kingdom. See yourself for who you are. When your funds get lost, that ain't nothing. I have everything I need because I'm part of the kingdom and I'm calling it forth. Baby need a new pair of shoes. Thank you, God. I see them on the baby's feet. Why? Because God is showing me I'm already. I already done purchased those shoes. See them on the baby's feet. Amen. Mama need a steak, tired of pork and beans. <laughs> See that steak on that plate with some a one, some peppers and some onions. And thank you, Lord. Mm, you got the steak even before it was set before you. You already tasting and seeing how good it is because you kingdom. Amen. See, see kingdom. Don't see outside of kingdom. You're kingdom citizens. And guess what Jesus said? He said, I'm bringing you the kingdom. I'm going to show you the kingdom. Then the Bible says he sent them out. And he said, preach the kingdom. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely you give. Give them my kingdom. That's how simple it is. That's why you need to be taught kingdom. If anybody telling you you got to do this to get something from God say I don't have to do nothing but receive what kingdom have already supplied through Jesus Christ. It's already mine. I'm not giving you a hundred dollars to get healed today. I'm already the healed of the Lord. I'm not going to give you five hundred dollars to get a thousand already have everything that I need to have in him. I can only give you what he tell me to give you and that's it. You don't put no limit on God. People putting limits on God. You don't do that because when you give from your heart, you got the heart of God. God's heart is going to open up to the need and he's going to say, lay down that $5. Well, God, that's my last $5. Lay it down. You lay down $5 and God then gave you 5000 Nothing too hard for God. But hear what he's saying. How are you going to know him if you don't do what he says? How are you going to experience him if you don't hear and do? It's time to be kingdom people, not worldly people. You're in the world, y'all, but you're not of the world. Let's preach kingdom. Preach kingdom. We rule and reign here. And whatever God says, we bring it down here. Heaven is speaking to us. Last one, I have given you the keys to the kingdom. This is the key. Whatever you bind, apostle, on earth shall be bound. He said, but it ain't going to be bound until you bind it. And it ain't going to be loose until you loose it. So y'all tell me why you waiting on God to take care Of what's going on down here when he gave you the keys. He said the keys are in your hand. And that comes through prayer. That's why you got to commune with God. When something ain't right in your life, I bind that in the name of Jesus. And I loose what the kingdom is doing. And guess what? It's already done. Because we're doing it the kingdom way. Rise up in your kingdom authority, start preaching the kingdom. Quit asking people if they say <laughs> Sometimes we do that by habit but let's start talking about the kingdom and they're going to say what must I do to be a part of that kingdom so preach kingdom and you will see things change in your life amen, amen. and you will see people wanting what you have sister Deborah come up here for a second Stand right there in the middle right here in between these two front rows I want you to yeah turn facing me though back up back up just lift your